Hey, welcome to Ignite with Barry McGuire. If you're a Christian, you probably share my concern over where our world is headed and even more concerned over what the church has become, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Get this. In 1960, 70% of our population were weekly church attenders, but that number dropped to less than 20% in 2019 pre-COVID. And 30% of those haven't watched one sermon since COVID, with anger, fear, and anxiety being as prevalent inside the church as it is outside the church today. Something's drastically wrong, and we need to fix it. I'm just one guy, but I would suggest that we've completely lost focus on God's purpose for the church, which is the proclamation of God's gift of eternal life to the lost. The Great Commission doesn't tell us to go into the world and read our Bible or go to the world and pray or even go into the world and feed the poor. Of, of course, we are called to do all of that. But, but above all of that, God's called us, called you to go into the world and share his gift of eternal life. And with the world growing darker by the day, his command for us to do that has never been more urgent. When, when Jesus was asked which commandment is the greatest, he responded by saying, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, and all your strength. God, I don't want anything between us. I just want to serve you. I want to love you. I want to manif have you manifest yourself in me and be a blessing to others. And, and then he goes on and he says, The second is like unto it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Here's the deal. If, if you love your neighbor as yourself, everyone you influence, you will be as concerned for their salvation as you are your own. That's the game changer. That's everybody around you. And then he added, if you love God and love your neighbors yourself, you'll complete the law in your life, all 10 commandments. And why is that? How is that possible? Because if you're focused on getting everyone under your influence into heaven, you'll make sure that everything, I mean everything you say and do from that point forward, is moving everyone every day closer to Jesus and, and bringing glory to God, including what you say, how, how you dress, what you laugh at. What you talk about, how you treat people, how you care for people, no amount of prayer and Bible study by itself would do that for you. It's only when you're focused on moving everyone every day closer to Jesus full time. A staggering 80% of our population are unchurched. They're unbelievers. They're blinded by Satan, lost in darkness. And believe it or not, they're searching for God and already have at least one Christian in life that they trust. That's opportunity knocking. The fields are white for harvest. It's never been easier to share your faith. And the darker it gets, the easier it gets. Knowing this is our reality today, consider afresh the questions given to us in Romans 10, 14. How will they know God loves them unless someone tells them? They're not going to church. And who will tell them unless someone sends them? This is where the church is failing us. I got to tell you, they are. When's the last time you heard a sending message from your pastor? Ephesians 4.11 explains the role of the pastor to equip the saints, that's us, for ministry. But that almost never happens. When's the last time your pastor told you that you're in ministry? Actually, if you're a Christian, you're in full-time ministry, a city set on a hill. If you're a Christian, everything you say and do is moving everyone watching you closer or further away from God to the smallest detail, especially in the smallest detail.
You're being watched by people you don't even know and moving them closer, further away from God without even knowing it. This is where the rubber meets the road for every Christian, for you and for me. And you're probably not even hearing it from your pastor, ever hearing it from your pastor. The typical church today offers entertainment rather than worship and edifying messages on how to be a better person with three points and a joke without even mentioning the most important task God has given you to seek and save the lost. What are we doing? Pew Research studied 50,000 sermons from 6,000 churches last year. And they found that less than 10% of all sermons even mentioned salvation. God help us. The church is broken. The lost are growing in numbers. And almost no one is doing anything about it. That's why we're in this mess. And that's why we're doing these podcasts. We're in a battle for the soul of America, whose root cause is neither political or racial. It's spiritual. People led by demons are trying to do a, a are trying to do it and are really doing a very good job of destroying America because we're trying to fight this spiritual battle with politics. The minds of men, that's not working. It can't work. We need the whole armor of God. Uh, whether you're a person or a country, when, when you're in sync with God, you have peace and joy and love. But when you move away from God, you move away from peace and joy and love. Very simply, that's where America is today. America and Americans have moved away from God and are suffering the consequences. This is spiritual warfare, and we're not even showing up for the battle. We just sit on the sidelines and complain. I mean, listen to us. No one's telling the lost that they're lost or how God is the solution for all their problems, for all of America's problems. Instead, we don't know what to say, so we say nothing. Our salt has lost its saltiness and being trodden under the foot of man. That's what's happening. Scriptures are being fulfilled. It's never been more true. We've met the enemy, and it's us. It's us. The world is lost in darkness. We have the light, but we're keeping it under our bushel baskets. Do you understand this? This has to change or there's no hope for America. I'm a patriot. I love America. But the most important thing I can do is lead everybody every day closer to Jesus. Uh, the world's lost unless some of us, all of us, bring light to the world. We can do this. You know, here's a sad thing. Even our pastors who mention God's call to share of faith almost always have it at the end of their to-do list, like it's an add-on. This is our problem, pastors. It's not an add-on. It's not the last thing. It's the first thing. It's the thing that drives everyone else. Excuse me. It's the thing that drives everything else. It's our great commission. Everything else we're called to do in the Christian life follows in the wake of the great commission. Here's why. Most Christians don't pray or read their Bibles, but every Christian who shares their faith is in the Word and on their knees every day. That's a fact. And sadly, most of those who do pray and fast and read God's Word every day never share their faith. They're proud of being religious and their disciplines and even boast about the money they're giving to ministry, but without one thought of taking personal responsibility for the eternal destination of those around them and are often even careless in their language and indulgences. I see it all the time. It doesn't make sense. Where's their mind? Where's their focus? 
But when you share your faith, no one has to tell you to be in the Word and on your knees every day because you're being asked questions you can't answer. And you're praying for all the people God is bringing into your life and, and about to bring into your life. Your Bible study and prayer life come alive with purpose, as does everything in your life, including the bad stuff. Your entire life is ignited. It's exciting, folks, I got to tell you. And you'll never again be lax in your actions and your language and, and your understanding that everything that's happening in your life is working for good. God's good. Here's a great scripture for you. In the letter to the church at Ephesus in Revelation chapter 2, God calls Christians to repentance. That's people like you and me, us Christians. He calls us to repentance for leaving their first love, loving something more than God, and no longer doing the first work. The first work every Christian does when they're saved is announce it to their friends. They tell everyone. And God calls Christians to repentance when they stop telling everyone about Jesus. Over the past 50 years, our churches have trained us to be better people and to do good things. Most Christians today actually believe that being a good person is sharing their faith, but being good and doing good things may make you feel good, but it doesn't get you or anyone else to heaven. The world is full of good people doing good things that have nothing whatsoever to do with redemption. Unfortunately, the world around us is going to hell and being good to them simply makes them more comfortable on their journey. They're lost and somebody needs to explain to them that they're lost. We are literally the, the lukewarm church that God has ready to spew out of his mouth. Being good, doing good things and having zero concern for the salvation of those around us. Literally allowing the world to go to hell. That's what we're doing. When we're on fire for God, we're moving everybody every day closer to Jesus. And those who are cold are expected to do bad things. But the millions of Christians, many of you watching me right now, the millions of Christians are openly, if not proudly Christian, and yet have no concern for the eternal destination of those around them, are the lukewarm church on the wrong side of Revelation 3.15. If you're there, you need to get out of there. I've got to tell you. God's calling for us to be watchmen in the wall is even more chilling. You know, God tells us in Ezekiel 3.17, let me, let me quote it for you. Son of man, I've made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Therefore, hear a word from my mouth, God's mouth, and give them a warning from me. When I say to the wicked, you shall surely die, and you give them no warning, uh, don't speak to warn the wicked from his wicked ways and change his life. That same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but get this, his blood will require your hand. This is deadly serious, folks. You're not hearing this message. God has put people in your path under your responsibility, and God is holding you responsible for those under your influence. And time is running out. Hear my plea. Are you ready for some good news? I got a lot of good news. <laughs> Here it is. There's a ton of scriptures that tell us what God does for us when we do share our faith, when we are as concerned for the salvation of those around us as we are for our own salvation, when we're focused on moving everyone every day closer to Jesus. It's actually fun. And, and you can stop worrying about all the things I just told you about. <laughs> Here's the best promise of all. Of course, in John 3, 16, God promises his gifts of eternal life in heaven, but 
get this, in Romans 8.28, God promised to make everything in your life from now until you get to heaven work for good when, and this is the point most Christians don't understand, when and only when you love God, you love God, and you live your life for His purpose. Read it. That's what it says. When you live your life for His purpose. That means to seek and save the lost, to move everyone every day closer to Jesus. There it is. That's the key that opens the door to a worry-free life. I mean, wow, it's incredible. Wouldn't you know that you know that God is making everything in your life work for good? It's the end of worry and, and the beginning of wholehearted, unwavering faith that God loves and expects from us. Who doesn't want that? No more worries. <laughs> Church, this is for us. This, is, this really is good news. When things go south, you don't have to even ask God for anything. You already know that God knows that you live for his purpose. And because of that, he'll honor his word to make everything in your life work for good. <laughs> Yahoo! It doesn't get any better than that. Yes, it's bone-chillingly clear how God feels about you if you're not sharing your faith, but but it's equally clear how God will pour out his blessings on you the moment you commit to start moving everybody every day closer to Jesus. This is God's purpose, and you're called to live your life for God's purpose until your last breath. This is God's highest priority for your life, and you can start immediately. How many unsaved friends and loved ones do you have in your life? In addition to all the unsaved people God will bring into your schedule today and every day, they are your mission field. You can't save them. That's above your faith. That's above your pay grade. But, but God's holding you responsible for moving every one of them every day closer to Jesus. Here's the reality check. I love my business. But when I get to heaven, it's not going to matter how many bottles of car wax I sold. It's just not. For all of us who are Christians, the only thing that will matter 100 years from now is how many people would be in heaven because of our influence, uh, because of your influence. And the clock is ticking. That brings us to the how-to, and, and that's the most exciting part because the biblical call to share your faith has nothing to do with training or memorization or recitation or, or the pressure of getting someone saved in one setting. Faith sharing is a team sport. It usually takes 10 to 20 encounters with Christians before an unbeliever is ready to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And you never know if you're the first or the 20th person on that progression. So just focus on moving everyone every day closer to Jesus. Most faith sharing experiences are spontaneous. They're unexpected. You, you never have any idea it happens and all of a sudden it's happening. Encounters that could not possibly be scripted. But Jesus said, they'll know you're my disciple by your love. You don't have to be trained to love on people, and you don't have to repair your thoughts. There's nothing in the human experience that rivals having the Holy Spirit speak through you to change another person's life. And that experience can be yours on a daily basis. And here's the best part. IgniteAmerican.com will explain to you how easy it is and how much fun it is to love people into heaven. It's packed full of articles, videos, and testimonies from people in all walks of life who love to share their faith, as well as cutting-edge information and statistics that will make you the most informed person in every God-focused conversation. And it's all free with no sign-ups or passwords, just a, a ton of reality, uh, uh, factual, helpful information that you're going to love. 
uh, we have this card that you can have, and, and it, it will send you to igniteamerica.com and give you all that information. You can carry these with you. We all need to do it. We're all going to have to start sharing our face. So carry these with you. They're free at igniteamerica.com. Carry these with you and give them to your Christian friends so that you ignite them to share their faith. It's a teen sport, folks, and we need to do that. And on the other side of this card, you have seekinggod.org. And, and that's when you have these spontaneous conversations and you know you've struck interest in them about the Lord. You've ignited interest in them and they want to know more and you've got to leave. You can hand them this card and say, if you want to know more, go to seekinggod.org and that'll tell them everything they need to know about God. If they don't know anything, it'll take them all the way to the sinner's prayer. It makes face sharing so easy. We need your help to ignite America with revival. See you next time.